Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me on this podcast journey called Please Me. It has been such a fun adventure, and I am so pleased to have you with me, supporting me and cheering me on, and hopefully learning something new each week. I just recently learned that my podcast jumped from 238 in the charts to number 114, and I have you to thank for being so supportive. Thank you to everyone that gave me reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It means so much, and it tells me that my mission of destigmatizing conversations about sex is resonating with you. So, thank you. Today's episode is all about safe sex, and we will be talking today about herpes. Since I am the face of safe sex, I want to empower women to discuss sex with their partners and be 100% sure in their decision to consent. So we will be talking about this today as well. There is absolutely nothing worse than being wishy-washy about your consent and then feeling ashamed or unhappy that you moved forward with sex when you really were just not 100%. Studies show that 57% of women felt happy about their last hookup and were glad they did it, compared to 82% of men. These statistics drive me to write these podcasts because there is such a contrast between women and men's pleasure and perception of happiness regarding sex. Sex should be enjoyed by all involved, so education is so critical to knowing how to get your pleasure on. So let's dig into our topic today. There are two sexually transmitted herpes viruses, herpes simplex virus 1 and herpes simplex virus type 2. It was once thought that herpes 1 was the virus that just caused mouth sores, cold sores, or blisters, but herpes simplex 1 can be an STI. Herpes 2 was always considered to be a genital STI, but it also can be transmitted via the mouth. So both herpes simplex 1 and 2 are now considered STIs or sexually transmitted infections. In episode 2, I talked all about HPV, which is the most common STI around. This episode gave tips on how to broach the subject of STIs with your partner. Be sure to listen to episode 2, which was full of great nuggets of information. Herpes is another commonly transmitted STI and is very infectious. If a person is having a herpes outbreak, this will be when they have open sores or lesions on their mouth or genitals. This is the time when they are most infectious and can spread the virus to others. Unfortunately, some people are asymptomatic, especially with herpes simplex 1, and don't even know that they have it. Although it is less likely for a positive person to spread herpes when there are no symptoms or lesions, it still can spread if they are positive for herpes. So knowing your status is important to keeping yourself and your partner healthy. The herpes virus resides on a sensory nerve in one's body and tingling can occur before an outbreak. If you have herpes, you will typically get an outbreak on that sensory nerve in the same spot. Touching the lesion and then touching other mucosal areas of your body, such as your eyes or mouth, can transfer the infection to other parts of your body. So be sure to wash your hands all the time. And everyone should understand this. You can get herpes even if you already have it on another part of your body. Basically, 
it can infect another nerve and will result in an outbreak in a different place than the original outbreak. Flu-like symptoms often accompany an outbreak and it can take a week to a month to clear up. So be sure to consider this if you are sexually active and have a herpes outbreak. Unfortunately, there is no cure for herpes. So once you have it, it will be with you for life. Herpes also attacks the immune cells. So if you have a weakened immune system, you will be more likely to get herpes. In addition, since herpes causes sores, it is easier to get HIV when you have a herpes infection because it can pass into the blood through the open sore. It is always best to discuss avoiding STIs with your sexual partner by practicing safe sex, but this can often be an awkward conversation. Although awkward and possibly uncomfortable, having these conversations is part of being an ethical and mature lover. I have found that once I begin talking to a partner about risks, they are happy to have these conversations because they also want to protect themselves. These conversations set the tone for a respectful and honest exchange of information and can be a great entry into the conversations about safe sex and boundaries. Unless you and your partner have tested together and discussed the risks of STIs, you will never know if your partner or you have an STI. The only way to avoid herpes entirely is with abstinence. But as I have said in the past, abstinence is no fun. So be sure to protect yourself and wear condoms to decrease the risk of spreading STIs. It is believed that 67% of all people globally have herpes simplex one and 13% have herpes simplex two. However, these numbers are only calculated in the age category of 15 to 49 years old. So the prevalence can actually be much higher. Often herpes simplex one is transmitted in childhood by drinking from an infected cup of a positive family member. So try to avoid sharing germs with your kids if you can. So what can you say to your partner if you do have herpes? It is important to be honest with any sexual partner you may have about your STI status. Having these conversations is often difficult and embarrassing, but they are necessary to protect yourself and your partner's health. And remember that just because you have herpes in one spot, it doesn't mean you can't get it in another spot. So it is important to minimize your risks of contracting it again. Sometimes it is easiest just to get tested together and discuss the findings with your partner if this is a longer term relationship or someone you wanna have sex with on a regular. Using statistics is often a good way to introduce information in a credible and mature way without judgment. You can say, did you know that two out of three people have herpes? That is so common, it is almost shocking. I am all about protecting myself and protecting you by talking about it so we can make sure to be careful. Although herpes is transmitted by skin contact with infected genitals, it can also be transmitted by oral sex. So be sure to discuss safety around oral sex as well. So let's turn our conversation to consent. Consent needs to be 100%. Never let anyone try to convince you to do anything you are not ready for or don't wanna do. 
Sex is such a beautiful experience with the right person, but can be a horrible experience with the wrong one. If you want to use a condom and your partner doesn't have one, but they want to have sex anyway, think carefully about STIs and if you are willing to risk it. If this is someone that cares for you, they will understand and put on a condom and hopefully agree to get tested too. Remember that many STIs are asymptomatic in men, but they can still spread to a woman. I can promise you that many people say they are disease-free and are not, and they may not even know it. Because we as women have so much more mucosal membrane exposed during sex, we are much more susceptible to contracting STIs or sexually transmitted infections. There is just simply more surface area that can be infected. So be sure to consider that when moving forward with your consent. There are layers to consent and you need to be specific. You may feel ready to have penetrative sex with a partner with a condom, but may not feel comfortable with oral sex because it leaves you unprotected. Never feel embarrassed about using a condom for oral sex on a man. I suggest buying flavored condoms and making it a yummy experience. When it comes to oral sex on a woman, using protection is always very important to, pre to protect those mucosal membranes I mentioned before. If you haven't heard of dental dams, you are not alone. Unfortunately, they are not the greatest choice, but do provide some level of protection by creating a barrier. Remember that 95% of women orgasm from clitoral stimulation, and oral sex is a great way to get that area stimulated, but it does come with risks. Don't be afraid to ask your partner to massage your vulva, clitoris, and the internal opening of your vagina with his or her hand, as this is the area with the most sensory nerves, and it is sure to bring you to ecstasy. Using lubrication will help to make this an even more amazing experience. Try to avoid using saliva for lube if you are trying to avoid fluid swapping. Fluid swapping is another possible form of transmission of STIs, so choose your partners wisely and have those conversations before agreeing to swap fluids. I find that telling your partner before you have sex that you are not willing to swap fluids will avoid awkward moments when you are in the thick of it. Sometimes showing your partner your lube at that time will make it easier to break the ice with that conversation, so always be prepared. Make sure you carry a little pouch with condoms, lube, a dental dam, and your favorite sex toy in the event that you decide to have a little or a lot of sexy time. Condoms should be changed frequently to avoid breaking, so I suggest every 30 minutes. Being prepared always makes the experience 100 times better and can help you close your own personal orgasm gap. If we all do this, we will collectively be creating a world where our pleasure is equal to a man's pleasure and our needs are considered as much as the pleasure of our partners. If you haven't done so already, check out episode three on the orgasm gap and learn why we as women must be proactive in order to get our pleasure needs met too. If you haven't already done so, I dare you to post a pic on social media with a sign saying orgasm equality and join the movement and bring awareness to the problem of the orgasm gap. Remember, a woman's pleasure is equal to a man's pleasure. You can also go to my website, pleaseme.online, and purchase a t-shirt that says orgasm equality. For those listening, I also record this podcast in video as well, and it can be seen on YouTube or pleaseme.online. 
If you are watching, here's the t-shirt I created to support the cause of orgasm equality. Buy yours today. You can buy it on pleaseme.online under products. Remember that we are all deserving of pleasure, so you should never sell yourself short. If you have sexual wellness issues or a question for me, reach out to me on pleaseme.online and I will be happy to respond. I am a licensed physical therapist that treats the pelvic floor and sexual dysfunction. So if that resonates with you, be sure to send me an email. I love helping people with their sexual health and wellness, which adds to their quality of life. A happy sex life equals a happy life. Until next time.